So my friends, today we celebrate this trin- this feast of the most holy trinity, that God, the one God we believe in, is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Every time we make the sign of the cross, we profess this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. When we recite the creed, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ. I believe in the Holy Spirit. We confess the Trinity. The belief in the Trinitarian God is a distinctive mark of Christians. One God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is a truth about the inner life of God. And it's a truth that could only be revealed to us. It's something we could never know on our own. It's a truth that we only get by God's revelation, by God's telling us. All on our own, with a lot of philosophical training and good sense, we could work out that God exists, that there is a God, a first cause of everything that exists. We could work out then some of the qualities of God, that he's got to be good, that he's got to be all-powerful, that he's got to be unchangeable, he's got to be eternal, all of these things. But we would never know anything about the inner life of God unless he told us. The same way you could know a lot about me just by looking at me. You could know that I'm roughly in my 30s. You could tell that I probably have a lot less hair than I would have had 10 years ago. You could tell that I probably can't see too well without the glasses on my face. All that type of stuff. Probably, by the way, I speak, you could tell I'm from Connecticut, maybe Waterbury, which doesn't have a T no matter how you slice it. Whatever it goes, you could tell some of those things about me from your senses, but unless I tell you who I am, You really know nothing about what's going on in me. You don't know how I feel today. You don't know what I like or what I dislike. Unless I tell you, you can only get so many things from the outside. But to really know who I am, well, I've got to tell you that. You wouldn't even be able to guess my name just by staring at me. As I told you, I'm Father Casey. Same with God, all the more so. We don't know anything about the inner life of God unless he tells us. And so today, celebrating the Holy Trinity, we rejoice in the fact that our God has reached out to us and not just told us that he exists, but tells us who he is, that he is the eternal relation of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, that he is love, this eternal relationship of love. God reaches out and he reveals that to us. This is what we celebrate in celebrating the most Holy Trinity. But... The reality of who God is is so immense. No matter how much we study it, we're never going to get it all. We're never going to fully understand it. This is why people are often afraid to give homilies today on Trinity Sunday. There's a really funny YouTube video about St. Patrick trying to explain the Trinity. Because look, if you start breaking it down and simplifying it, you get into heresy really quick. The Trinity is like a clover. No, it's not, because the clover is three parts. God isn't three parts. All of the Father, the Father is all God. The Son is all God. The Holy Spirit is all God. Well, the Trinity is just this one person acting in different ways. No, that's modalism. That's a heresy. Don't go there. Rather, the Trinity is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The eternal relations, three person, one God. The Holy Trinity. The immensity of God. We can never get our brain all the way around it. Doesn't mean it's not true. It doesn't mean it's irrational. What it means is, gratefully, God is bigger than my brain. I couldn't think this up. God has told me who he is, and it's bigger than I can summarize with my brain. I can get my mind around two plus two equals four. I can't get my mind around one God 
and three persons. The example that could be used is it'd be like trying to take a bite out of that wall over there. I can't take a bite out of the wall because I can't get my teeth around it. Doesn't mean it's not there. What it means is it's bigger than I can get around. It's the same with the Trinity. Because it's bigger than I can intellectually get around, it doesn't make it irrational. It doesn't mean it's not there. What it means is my response is not to try to box it up. Rather, and finally, our response to the Trinity is to adore, to give glory to God, to adore, to contemplate the Trinity. In fact, this is what we're going to do in heaven for all of eternity. We're going to contemplate the Trinity. We're going to gaze upon the beauty of this eternal relationship of God, this love that we've been invited into for all of eternity. The Trinity is not a practical truth. It's not something that we do something with. Rather, it's a truth that we contemplate. Similar, but way bigger than the way we would contemplate a sunset. I don't do anything with a sunset. I just gaze in wonder and love. The way when we know another person, it's not to do something, but to love them. Same with the Trinity. This isn't a thing we do something with, no. It's someone we love, our God. Three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, who we love. The response on our part is love, adoration, contemplation. We don't do something with the Trinity. Rather, we respond in love. This is who we are as Christians. We believe in one God, three persons. He's revealed himself to us. It's way beyond what we can understand, but he's so good. And so our response, we turn in adoring love. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.